welcome to Sapphic Survival Guide, where we are queer to answer your questions. My name is Cheyenne. And I'm Gina. Class is now in session. Today, we're going to be talking about some people's greatest enemy and some people's Achilles heel and then some people's most irrelevant topic, which is straight women. And we have a lot to say about straight women. So let's get into it. Yeah, I thought I was one for the beginning of my life. I found out I was wrong, but... (laughs) I have straight women friends. I'm pro women. So like if they're truly straight and they're a woman, as long as they're an ally, they're fine. It's fine. I'm friends with straight women. <laughs> I don't hate that. <laughs> my cousin is straight. Okay. Yeah. I have my a neighbor's person straight. in my family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was recently around a bunch of straight people, obviously, including some straight women. And it's so weird to see how they engage with their partners versus how me and my partner engage with each other like even like a year and almost a year and a half into the relationship we're still like cuddly and do things for each other and we're nice and sweet to each other and then like the straight couples I see they're like literally like oh the old ball and chain jokes and they're like so right to each other and so like like they act like bratty like siblings almost to each other and like just like talking shit and like I barely see them like touch each other and it's just like I kind of got weird vibes from these people and I don't know if like it's because we're gay and they feel uncomfortable or because we're like shining a lens on their relationship and showing them that it doesn't like have to have that dynamic and they're like oh we're uncomfortable right now because we're being assholes to our partners and we don't actually have to be but everyone else is so we feel like that's the way to be but now we're seeing some people demonstrating like a relationship that isn't that way and it makes us uncomfortable because we're like considering the ways that we interact in our relationship I don't know but that's that's just like my little theory about being around straight women no if that's real because my girlfriend and I classify straight couples as straight couples who actually like each other and everyone else and that 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 funnel of straight couples who actually like each other pretty small. And Mm -hmm. I think my friends who are in what I would deem as healthy heterosexual relationships, Mm -hmm. they date men who are not bogged down with toxic masculinity. Like Mm -hmm. they, like my one friend is probably the alpha in her relationship. And she is a straight girl. She's always been a straight Mm -hmm. girl, but she is an (laughs) alpha dominant person. And her Mm -hmm. boyfriend, not that he's like meek or anything, but he is definitely not like, he doesn't like match her energy. And like Mm. when we're all together and there's like a party or something, you'll kind of catch him like doing the dishes or like randomly cleaning up things. And it's very not heteronormative, Mm -hmm. but there just happened to be a straight couple. And that's like mirrored in other, other friends of mine who are in straight relationships where I feel like they're men, I should say healthy straight relationships. Their men aren't, bogged down by crap. And so they're able to have a healthy relationship. Yeah. So what's been your like overall experience with straight women? Has it been pretty good? I feel like I've met some queer women who haven't had good experiences. And I think those boil down to more of either being like fetishized or ostracized by the straight women or almost doing the opposite and like chasing after straight women because they're not emotionally available, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think I've had a, well, I've had good and bad experiences with straight women. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I think part of that is because like, as an adult, I'm pretty choosy about my friendships. So Mm -hmm. the straight people who are in my life are allies who get it. And, Mm -hmm. um, that's why they're my friends. And, um, I've had some bad experiences, mostly in college with like the sorority and stuff. And like, Mm -hmm. I definitely wasn't the stereotypical woman that I like needed to be in that setting. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I think that like, maybe it's like toxic femininity. I don't know if that's a thing, Yeah, but I don't like when women don't see me as like woman enough just because I'm not girly or like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I just think, I don't know, everything is made up anyway. Like, what does it mean to be a woman? Like, why am I mm-hmm. not that? I don't, I don't know, but I have, I do have friends that are straight that like, are the best friends, the best allies. And so it's about like keeping your circle pure in just Mm -hmm. their character, not their, you know, you don't have to be just around queer people to have a safe space. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the straight friends that I have are like leftover from high school or college and they're the ones that didn't end up being queer because most of my friends did Uh, and then I have like a few stragglers and I don't really do things that I am making new friends so I'm not usually like making friends with straight people if anything it's another queer person or not making any friend at all (laughs) so I I don't really straight friends at work that's pretty much it because yeah yeah, there's I mean I have gay friends at work too but I've made Mm -hmm. most of the like straight friendships I've made over the past couple years have been co-workers at the start yeah like when I'm on Bumble BFF it literally Mm -hmm. says in my bio like looking for queer friends and I actually had someone message me once and she was like I'm not queer like hope that's okay and in my head I was like it is but like I do what kind of wish you were gay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I had a job a few years back and all of my coworker friends were straight. And like, by the time we were done there, they were all queer too. And it was so funny that they just, we just like flopped to each other. That's how a lot of my, like my college friend group and like other Mm -hmm. friend groups I've had, like, we didn't know everyone was going to be gay in a couple of years, but like, like people find each other. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I will say like, I do not have crushes on straight women. I'm not like, that was my next maybe, question. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some of that is because I'm more attracted to like androgyny and masculinity more than femininity. Mm-hmm. Um, but typically like if I hear a girl straight, that's like a turn off. Me like, too. Like, yeah. Oh, oh bye. Yeah, I don't Every, work that hard. There have been like a few quote unquote straight girls that I've been into, and they ended up being queer anyways. <laughs> like they ended up coming there out down the line. So yeah. Also for me, it's like if I were single, why would I ever be interested in a straight woman? But I don't know if that's just because emotional unavailability doesn't interest me. And there's already enough like yeah. of that going around in the queer community. I don't need to add a layer of you know, hoping someone changes their mind about their sexuality or something onto it. So Amen. I yeah. feel that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think a lot of chasing straight women boils down to having some sort of like anxious attachment or like searching for approval or like not actually wanting to be in a relationship and pursuing someone or just like, even if you're not actively pursuing it, but you're like yearning after them. It's just like, I know that they're not available to me and they're never going to be, but I want to fantasize about this and project all of my 
feelings onto them because it's like a safe place to do so because I'm never going to actually have to act on any of it. So I feel like that's like where that whole trope comes from plus like yeah Hollywood and you know television and it makes for good television mm-hmm. uh, but I think a lot of it is it's down to our like what our mommy and daddy issues and our trauma and shit yes yeah yeah and wow. I think people are like oh a challenge is a good thing but it's like oh, not if you're like making them compromise like what mm-hmm. they want <laughs> then it's not so great yeah that's yeah that it like definitely can become like real gross real quickly um and it obviously depends on like what you're acting on versus like oh I see this person I think they're cute versus like are you sure you're not gay all the time well, I think so that's I don't know harmful too because like as a lesbian you wouldn't want some guy being like are you sure you're gay mm-hmm. so as a lesbian who are you to see say see some straight girl and be mm-hmm. like are you sure you're straight even if she maybe is not straight mm-hmm. it's not right to to do that like Mm -hmm. it's because it's not right when men do it to gay women so like chill (laughs) yeah on people who are not who (laughs) are saying they're not interested in you yeah like I don't condone being like I'll change you but also like I feel like there there have definitely been people that I've encountered and I'm like I don't know if you're straight bro like you might not be maybe look and they might not be but like here's the difference if you want to hit on them because you're interested Mm -hmm. and you want to do it in a way that is respectful you can be like hey I kind of like you is there any way you'd want to like you know be interested in me blah 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 but then if say they say no Mm-hmm. The answer is no, no matter where they are on their journey, mm-hmm. even if you're like, no, but I know you're, you're going to figure <laughs> yeah. it out someday. It doesn't matter. They don't want to do it with you right now. So like, yeah, it's a matter of like meeting that person where they are a little bit. And like, if they figure it out later, that's their journey. Mm-hmm. Let them figure it out and come to you. Maybe they exactly. will. Maybe they won't. Yeah. Just be there as a friend. Um, And honestly, that's one of the first questions we got from our listeners. Uh, Is it normal to have crushes on straight women? And how can I deal with being rejected by them? I wouldn't say it's like normal or abnormal. It's just something that happens. A lot of the time we can't control who we have crushes on. But like I said before, I think it's due to a lot of emotional and availability on your behalf. I think, well, like, I think it's normal to have a crush on people that you think are attractive. So like, Mm -hmm. is it normal to have crushes on straight women? If that's what you're attracted to? Yes. It wouldn't be normal for me because that's not what I'm attracted to. But like, if you like the stereotypical look that women walk around with, there's a lot of those for you to see and you're going to have a crush. That's just like law of attraction. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But in terms of dealing with being rejected, um, I know it feels like a rejection, but it's not personal, even the littlest bit. It's like the same again, as if a man came up to you and he could be the nicest guy ever. And so respectful mm-hmm. to the point where you almost feel like, I'm sorry, I'm not straight mm-hmm. because you seem really nice. I have some mm-hmm. straight friends for you, but like, it's not yeah. going to be me. <laughs> and that guy is like, you're not ruining his life. Like whatever. So like on the up, it's opposite end of things. If somebody says they're not into women and you are a woman, that is not something to take personal in fact that should be easier than if someone's gay and rejects yeah I was just gonna say it's kind of better than being rejected by another queer person because it's like oh they're just not into women like it's definitely nothing wrong with me 
Right. Exactly. You can justify it that way. Any woman could have walked up to them, you know, and been like, Mm -hmm. Hey, are you interested? And they're going to say no. So that's just, yeah. Yeah. That's a good perspective. Yeah. Now in the same, a lot of these questions, to be honest, are around crushing on straight women, Mm -hmm. just content warning, warning. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Another question. How do you avoid falling for straight women. I'm so tired slash. How do I not do this? It's like, I'm forever doomed to crush on straight women. I see. It sounds to me like this person is attracted to the look quote unquote of straight women, like that stereotypical Mm -hmm. straight girl look, Mm -hmm. but there are, you know, we always say like, Oh, women are trying to look gayer. How do I like look gayer? Mm -hmm. So there's women who look straight that are gay. You just have to Mm -hmm. find them because if you're falling for straight women, that's like masochism because there's yeah. no chance of that. You're already setting yourself up for failure. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so this person says falling for straight women. And then they say that they're forever doomed to crush on straight women. And there's kind of like a spectrum between those things. Maybe they're just like using those phrases as synonyms, but like mm-hmm. having a crush on a straight woman, I mean, I guess it can be like kind of consuming and self-destructive and bad for you but like falling for them is like next level to me and I feel like you really have to like work to stop yourself from getting to that point if this is a repeated pattern for you because like you're just crushing on someone it can be fun it can be exciting it can be chill and you know it shouldn't be like this awful thing that you're trying to figure out how to stop doing but like once you go into like falling for them territory I think that's when it's like okay where's our role in this and like how can Mm. we actually avoid it because like maybe you need to go on dating apps or like go to queer spaces and try to meet queer people or you know really put up my like mental physical emotion like all these different like boundaries for yourself with straight women if you're getting into like these dynamics where you feel like I'm just going to keep getting hurt over and over because I can't help but see them as a possibility when they're not, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 You can't keep that pattern forever. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. It's going to hurt yeah. yourself. Yeah. 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 So another question we got is what should you do after admitting a crush and she stops talking to you after things are weird? So I'm assuming that this person had a crush on a straight woman and things got weird. What should you do, Gina? Um, I think you should say, fuck that girl, because if somebody even regardless of who it is, whatever gender, whatever sexuality, if somebody that I am not attracted to hits on me or admits they have a crush on me or whatever, I'm not going to be rude to them and then ghost them and like never talk Mm -hmm. to them again. I'm just going to like be honest with them. And I mean, maybe there's a conversation that's like, Hey, can we continue this friendship or is it going to hurt you? Are there boundaries that like, I'm going to cross with this. But if somebody like admits to me, they have a crush and I'm not, I don't feel like I reciprocate, I'm not going to make things weird. So mm-hmm. on the other side of this, if they're making you feel weird that I wouldn't even want to be around that person anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you got a great glimpse of who they are and you should take that at face value. Yeah, that like says a lot about their ability to communicate and their emotional maturity and intellectual maturity and all of that. I also think maybe 
it's really easy in those scenarios to interpret like, okay, I had a crush on this person. I told them and then things got weird because they didn't reciprocate to like take ownership of that and like really project all these feelings of like inadequacy and like you making things weird and things being uncomfortable. But maybe that person feels bad because they don't know if they were giving you any mixed signals or if they're like, they don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. So they're distancing themselves. And like I said, it all comes down to like communication and emotional maturity and stuff like that. But like, I think it's really easy to take that situation and be like, I'm bad. I'm wrong. I fuck things up and now things are weird when they might be thinking the same thing over on their end. And if the relationship means that much to you, I think it's worth the conversation about that. I think so too. But if they are not, if they're not with it, fuck them. Like I said, exactly. hundred (laughs) percent. Yeah. Okay. This next scenario is so funny to me. Somebody asked two of my quote unquote, straight friends are quote unquote besties and sleep in the same twin bed multiple nights a week. How can I help them? Okay. I have two thoughts on this. Yeah. First of all, I have friends that sleep in bed in a small, on the couch with me even, Mm -hmm. and are my, like my best friend in the entire world. When I go to her house, she actively chooses to sleep with me on the couch instead of in bed with her boyfriend. Mm Mm-hmm we're, she's, we're never, she's like my sister. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like it's, there are some people I think that are just okay with that. And like my first reaction to this was like, let women friendships just be women friendships. Mm -hmm. Like women are allowed to be affectionate with each other. And that's one of the beauties of women friendships. And that like, not to make everything binary, but in the world of like toxic masculinity, like men can't do this. So like, just let us have the beautiful, affectionate, warm friendships, but also like let men sleep in bed together and cuddle together if they want to, like, why, why is it weird? No, fully. And I love my guy friends that are okay with being affectionate towards each other because Mm -hmm. I'm like, Hey, you guys have been friends since you were five. You should know how to like hug each other or like not be weird. I don't know, whatever. Now let's say these people are actually lesbianing and you can just see things from an outside perspective. Mm -hmm. My response to this is that TikTok thing that's going around right now. That's like, I can't interfere. It's a canon event. You can't interfere. You it's not your job to tell them you cannot help them. You just get to sit there and smile. And when they end up together, you can say, I knew the whole time, but it is not Mm -hmm. your job to be involved. It's just not. I mean, if you want to interfere without actually interfering, here's me like playing the little, I don't know. I feel like the, (laughs) the, uh, the, uh, (laughs) mushroom emoji and bio girls are going to come for me for this one, but like put like a little rose quartz under the bed. I don't know. That might be wrong. Maybe like give it to one of them and be like, Hey, you should sleep with this under your bed. I heard it attracts love and just like, let it work. It's magic. (laughs) But also like, I wouldn't just like stick it under their bed without telling them, but also you know, just give it, give it to them and say they should. No, I like that idea of gifting one of them rose quartz and being like, you Mm -hmm. should put this in your room to manifest blah, blah, blah. And then if it's meant Mm -hmm. to happen, it's going to happen on its own. But like, (laughs) yeah, like you don't need to mess with fate, but I'm, I like that idea of being like, here's some good energy. Mm -hmm. Let's see what happens with it. Yeah. Yeah. It also depends though. Like if, 
if I were really close with one of the friends, I would maybe say something like, hey, do you have feelings for so-and-so? Are you going to like say anything? Like, I wouldn't necessarily like call them out together or, you know, try and set things up like fucking Sebastian and the Little Mermaid kiss the girl a, situ- a situation. Um, but like I, if I were closer to one of them, I would maybe ask about it just because I'm a little nosy, but that's, that. it's up to you whether or not you want to pry that hard. <laughs> No. And that made me think that like, there's also a case where like, maybe the two of them know what's happening between them and they Mm. just don't want you to know. Like if they're Mm. sleeping in this small bed multiple nights a week and the door shut, you don't know what's happening. They do, but, but you don't. And so maybe like, I actually had two friends who were secretly hooking up kind of, Mm -hmm. and then one of them told me about it. And you wouldn't like you would and wouldn't have guessed it because like they were best friends with some like mm-hmm. lesbian tendencies, but also it was kind of surprising because you're like, I didn't actually think they'd go there. And like once I actually talked to my friend about it, she was kind of like, no, like we're gay together and I'm fully in love with her, but like she's <laughs> not ever going to be in a relationship with a woman. So like this um... is like all we're really going to have. And I know it's going to fade out. And it honestly, it made me really sad for her. Yeah. But she in her head, she was like, I know we're gay, but this is all I'm ever going to have with her. She's so like, I'm I'll take have it, it. And then eventually we're going to move on. And you know what? Wow. She's married to somebody else now. But yeah. I really think that like they both were aware of the situation. Maybe they didn't want to admit it. And I definitely don't mm-hmm. think they wanted other people to know. But I also think mm-hmm. there's a level of that too. Like people will live in denial when it's really clear what the truth is. Mm -hmm. And it's, I don't know, it's like so layered and complicated because like this isn't a a, a unique scenario. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's like a common stereotype that queer women fall for their best friend. And if there's any like inkling of non-straightness in them, like, and you know, this feelings are reciprocated, things can get real like muddy really fast. But yeah, I think a lot of the time people live in denial for a lot of things. <laughs> Hopefully they figure it out yeah. on their own yeah. timeline or with some rose quartz. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So one of the last questions we got is how can we be attracted to men when we also low-key kind of hate men? JK, kind of. And I assume that this I'm going to assume an ally person. said this yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, fuck men, but I'm stuck with them. What do I do? Um, I've said this, like, men, I do find some men attractive. Now, like, not all. <laughs> Let me just be clear, because, like, it's so funny. My sister and I have totally different tastes in men. Like, she likes clean cut, blonde, shaved face. And I'm like, ew, a baby? Gross. <laughs> uh- <laughs> so I like totally, I'm very attracted to totally different men than her. <laughs> One of the men that I think is like the sexiest men in the world is Lenny Kravitz. If that's put some things okay. in perspective. I also like men that are kind of androgynous, you know, like, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you watch the umbrella Academy Klaus in the umbrella Academy. Yeah. So hot. Love him. Mm-hmm. Um, but we live in the patriarchy. So I think it makes total sense for women who are straight to be attracted to men, but hate the system in which we all live. But I don't know, straight men have been taught to like hate women undertoningly. And I'm not shocked that straight women find disdain in that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just 
annoying, yeah. Unfo- I know. Unfortunately, you can't help who you're <laughs> attracted to, but you can want to like fight the system that you're attracted to them within and hate that we exist within this like fucking shithole <laughs> for lack of a better phrase. But yeah, you got to weed out to the good men, which is so hard. Um, but also I like, I like, like I said, all of my friends who are in healthy hetero relationships, their men are not subscribed to the patriarchy and toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. And those are the only men I ever want to be around. I can't, I can't even like fathom being around like Trumpy Mm -hmm. women hating, like misogynistic men. I just like can't. And Mm -hmm. so I'm so sorry, straight women that you're straight. I truly am so sorry, but you got to find the gems out there. They're like diamonds in Mm -hmm. the rough, but yeah, good luck. Be the change you wish to see in the the world. Mold the best advice them. like I can give is don't settle and don't take yes. shit. I keep seeing stuff about how like Gen Z and millennial men are like going to be the least married and like the most yeah. single and good. They need to be in order mm-hmm. to get their fucking shit together. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I don't know if this will make any of the straight allies listening feel any better, but like I've been attracted to women who Loki kind of sucked and weren't mm-hmm. great and I was still attracted to them so it's not just like a men versus women thing there are shitty people on both in both sides of the equation shitty non-binary people as well people are just shitty and also like we all have good and bad things about ourselves though you know some people hate and some people love so I don't know I feel like keep searching you at least have like a lot more options as a straight person so (laughs) I love your sentiment don't worry everybody can be shitty everyone sucks (laughs) it's so true though everybody has the potential to be a shit human and a shit partner no matter who you are and how you identify I feel like that's kind of a way that queer women are idealized almost and Mm -hmm. almost like objectified in a way because it's like, oh, their relationship seems perfect. They have similar interests and similar hobbies and can share clothes. And it's not really looking at like the magnitude of like the types of relationships we can have and the types of people we are and how everything like comes together. And it just like ignores all of that. So yeah, some people fucking suck and (laughs) we don't like them. And some people are great. And it's just like finding the ones that don't suck. Yeah, that is like a trope I've heard where it's like men are horrible. So I'm just going to date a lesbian as mm-hmm. if there aren't totally shitty lesbians out there mm-hmm. and everything in between and whatever. And like I can think of some people that I had like, I guess, like situationships with, you could call them who were women at that. If we had ended up together, that would have been a horrible relationship. It would have right. been toxic. Right. So, yeah, it, it, you can have a toxic queer relationship. And it is like this idealized thing because I do think in generality, queer relationships have the potential overall to be healthier, but that's not like a rule. And also it takes a lot of work individually to get yourself to a place where you can be in a healthy relationship. And if anybody, whatever, however they identify, doesn't want to do the work, they're not going to show up great for their partner. So yeah, mic drop. (laughs) I don't even have anything to add. The last question we have, and it's kind of funny, so we decided to include this, and we're just going to leave it a little bit open-ended, existential. Um, You can call me, like, 
your Socrates today, maybe. I don't know if that's like a good analogy. But the last question we just have is why? And I don't know if that's a straight woman asking that, people asking it about straight women, people asking it about queer women falling for straight women. Who knows? It's just why. And it's the I ultimate like question, sentiment. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> why straight? Why gay? Why non binary? Why bisexual? Why yeah. anything? Why? why? <laughs> Like that we we will leave you on that amazing philosophical cliffhanger. Yes. Um, and of course, please send us your questions. We want to answer them. You can DM us anywhere on social media at Sapphic Survival Guide, except for Twitter, which is just at Sapphic Survival. You can also send us an email, Guide at gmail.com. You can send us a voicemail at 724-209-8877. And if you do want some bonus content, video content, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash sapphic survival guide. And as always, leave us a rate, a review, a follow, everything. And you can find me anywhere online at the Libregina, including my website, thelibregina.com. And um, hello is still out there for all of your Jersey Shore recaps. And you can find me, Cheyenne, at Hot Mespian on pretty much any social media platform. With that, class is now dismissed.